Coming up on TMS, you can really taste the conclusion. What's the scarcity, Kenneth? From zero to horse carcass in the toilet in 1.8 seconds. Give me the monkey numbers. My dinner with Uncle Omicron. Suspiciously moist nuts. Prefer angry pig to dried squid. Address the thong. It was the monkeys, Marty. All on the 21s. The road to Montegreen. Overtly Asian. Uh, sweet and sour, <laughs> just like it's spoiled. Finding a peanut in the bottom. Pseudoscience with Bobby and more. Oh, no. Oh, you no, want me no, to sing that? that? All right. Well, yeah. so I'll do it. Su-su-studio. Su- oh, it's Su-su. He says sing Su-su-studio. Come he, on now. He is Su-su or Sussa? I always thought it was su su pseudoscience. Come okay, on. Okay, so Su-su-studio. Su- <laughs> I got studio in there. Su-su-studio. <laughs> this all stays in, please, by the way. Su-su-pseudoscience with Bobby and more. On this episode of The Morning Stream. Why did this housewife buy beef that didn't please her family? While this one selected delicious steaks for her family? The answer is easy. She knows how to buy beef. She doesn't. So tired of all the bullshit. I hope your day is good. This big guy, he's big and fat. He has a white beard. He wears a red suit. This is the Morning Stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's December 21st, 2021. I'm Scott. He's Brian. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Scott. Happy Tuesday. Happy solstice. Ooh, you know what else it is? What else is it? Let's get this out of the way. Yeah. It's the last 21st day of the 21st year of the 21st century. Whoa. 21, 21, 21. That's cool. And in the middle of our show number, our episode number, there's a 21. Oh, my Lord. What have we done? Illuminati confirmed. Yep. Uh, Aliens. It was all aliens the whole... Aliens? I can't say aliens. Aliens Aliens. the whole time. Uh, Yeah. Welcome to that day. It'll never be again. Uh, We'll never have a 21, 21, 21 ever again. And well, right. until oh, and t- 3021, I guess, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and we won't be there. <laughs> no, we won't be there. I mean, technically, 2121, right? In 100 years, we'll have this. Oh, yeah, 2121. It'll be a whole different, but it'll be a whole different century. So that won't, uh, yeah, we'll it'll never up. be this again. Mm-mm. It'll be, it'd have to be, let's see, 22nd century, 22nd day, 22nd year could happen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you, yeah. we, you yeah. all, when you get there, you let us know how it was because Brian will be <laughs> gone. I'll be gone. Tell we'll be your here. ancestors. Yeah. I don't know why I'm fascinated by those things, but I am. Hey, uh, <clears throat> we, uh, I got some, you know, it's Christmas, right? It's Christmas week and all. It is. You're right. Yeah. And uh, one of the deals is you do family things and stuff like that. Well, um, mm-hmm. we were supposed to have on Sunday a great big thing at my sister's house. Mm-hmm. And then on Tuesday, today, tonight, we were supposed to do a big thing at our house. Uh, and then we started to think, um, all this seems weird right now because Omicron is like spreading like wildfire and every, it's like 70% of cases now. And it's just kind of bad. Why are we doing this to ourselves? In fact, last time we did this in November, uh, it wasn't it wasn't COVID, but everybody spread around some that freaking virus that gave me a sinus infection. So... Mm-hmm. We got to thinking, well, is, is everybody really cool with this or is it just us that are concerned? 
You know, are you? But everybody, or no, you've got some members of the family that aren't. Uh, oh, hundred percent aren't. Or don't yeah. believe in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Plus, you know, Omicron seems not give a shit anyway. It seems to spread no matter what you're doing. Well, it does, but but the <clears throat> uh, symptoms are far less. Yeah, at least vaxxed. at least from what data we have, that's the other problem is mm-hmm. we know so little and it's moving so fast. So anyway, we're like, are we the only ones concerned about this? Let's find out. We got pregnant people in the family. We got, mm. you know, my mom's 82. Uh, she's mm-hmm. married to a guy in his 90s. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? So we called around and it turns out they all had the same concerns. <laughs> so they were all just afraid to, con- to to say anything about it. And I understand how this goes. It's called the road to Aberdeen or Abilene, Ab- Abilene. I know. Yeah, it's the, you know, every, why are we going on this trip? I don't know. I thought you wanted to go. No, yeah. I thought you wanted to go. That whole thing, right? That that yeah. was definitely in effect here because nobody wanted to say anything or be that one whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we were like, look, maybe this isn't going to work this way. Let's do smaller. Let's go. A couple of us go see mom on Christmas Eve and some of us get together over here and the siblings go visit the other sibling. And, you know, just let's just, you know, lower the risk overall. Mm-hmm. Instead of this, you know, feel like we got to have 30 people in your house. Like, why are we doing that right now? And uh, they all agreed. So everything got canceled. It's That's all cool. done. Well, yeah. good. I mean, it's uh, not cool that it got canceled, but I mean, it's it's cool that you guys all talked about it and figured it out. Uh, yeah. Sometimes that's all it takes. You just got to say something. Now, I know there are a couple of people in the in the within the circles who are like super irritated by this. Whatever, man. Like, yeah. be as irritated as you want to be. I, I personally, I just don't want to. I don't want to put my mom in the hospital or kill her. I really don't. Of course, of course. So, uh, you know, she's got limited years as it is. I would like to have those go as long as possible. And so, no big deal. You know, we still, cool. Cool. we're still going to have a lovely uh, thanks or uh, Christmas Eve and, and day with our limited little bubble of people. Well, I was going to say, even your limited bubble is bigger than the group that I'm having Christmas with on, uh, <laughs> on Saturday. So with your, you know, your uh, kids and their significant others and, and everything like that, it's still uh, yeah. bigger than my group. So Yeah, it's pretty tiny. It's basically our family plus two, uh, really, is all yeah. it is. So, so anyway, just be careful out there. I'm not subscribing any of this to anybody else. You do what you want to do, but it just didn't sit right. Something was, something just felt wrong and off. And I was like, man, I don't want to be those people where we had a little mini spreader event and, you know, the, the pregnant member of the family can't, she can't even take antibiotics when she's sick. She just has mm-hmm. to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to put her at risk. And she's already had yeah. something. And I don't know why we were thinking that'd be great. So we're not doing that now. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Amy says uh, they're requiring vaccine cards for their family gathering. <laughs> Are you it. guys really? Like, is someone at the door going, let me see your card? I would love that. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it is a matter of, uh, you know, we know that you haven't gotten your vaccine kind of thing. Yeah. Speaking of which, all it did is hurt my arm, the booster, and uh, it still hurts. Going to kind of lift it about there. Oh. And then uh, got tired. Other than yeah. that, I think I think uh, just like last time, I think they gave you the fake vaccine. Yeah, all three of them because I really uh-huh. didn't react to anything. And uh, yeah, they give you the fa- they didn't give you the stuff with the actual vaccine. In it. They just gave you. A, <laughs> I'm in the control sugar, booth, sugar water. Yeah, or control booth. <laughs> but what do they call it? Control group, not booth. It's not control a group, no booth. Yes. Control <clears throat> yeah, group. it does feel that way a little bit. Like I'm like, was this supposed to be this way? But Kim didn't really either. <laughs> she kind of just felt tired. Carter had kind of a rough oh. night, but she's younger. Whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, my card's got hand got right right and all over it. There's no room for a fourth booster on my card. No. 
So no, I know why. You know, again, it just feels like they're doing this wrong. They had enough time to figure out some of this, right? Mm-hmm. Number one, make the card a normal size. Either make it wallet size and have it digitally printed on there somehow. Yeah. Um, or you get a you know you get your temporary paper card and you get your digital card in the mail or your 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 printed card in the mail. Mm-hmm. Something or like just that. let's do it as a digital solution of some sort. Put it on the blockchain. Right, exactly. Hey, yes. if the blockchain is so great, let's get yeah. NFTs of all of our Vax cards. How about that? <laughs> How about instead of all the effort put into NFTs, uh, we focus on this. How about that? <laughs> yeah, good luck. Good luck. There's a cult going on there. Uh, oh, yeah, right. it reminds me. At some point, I'm supposed to get an NFT for seeing um, Spider-Man opening night. Oh. You can tell how excited I am about that. What like is, how- what is, what's it supposed to be in the form of? You know, the shape of a <laughs> pail of water, form of <laughs> like you know, is it like a, a? I have no idea. It's supposed to be just a. It's a piece of Spider-Man art that is uh, um, an NFT, and I don't know anything else about it. And I care so little about it that I don't even want. Don't even. I'm not even bothering to like look it up or or find out more specifics. It also kind of goes against the whole scarcity point by everybody who right. goes opening night they're all getting nfts then what's this no right, exactly yes what's the scarcity i think there's uh yeah who knows you yeah. know yeah let us <laughs> we'll know when you out. get it though i mean are you gonna yeah, get i will i will or? be all like hey i finally own an nft Sweet. hang on to that big investment yeah gonna 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 be able to break that out in five years and retire on it. <laughs> and buy a uh, big mac exactly <laughs> Uh, speaking of food, perfect transition. Yeah, oh, look at that. Yeah, listen to this. Take this. It's for you. It's food. What we got here. Yes, we do. So courtesy oh. of uh, Tara in uh, Japan. I want to yep. say she's in Kyoto. The Isle of Japan. <laughs> That's right. Um, um, she sent us a big box of food. Enough for two of us. I split them up, sent, them over, sent half of it over to you, put it in a nice Marvel box for you because that's what i do loot crate marvel box and my wife thought it was a gift and wrapped it and put it under the tree (laughs) it would have been great would have been great if uh you know hold on i want to ask this yeah what 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 did she put for to and from on there she put on there well she saw she saw it was from you because it had the return address oh okay so she said to scott from brian oh that was nice yeah her thinking was oh well if this is a gift or something i want him to not get it early. We'll put it under the tree. Gotcha. Okay. She had well, no idea you were sending some supplementary I, I totally was expecting like, oh no, she put us from her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from Santa. That's what you do. That's right. Um, all right. Which one are we doing first? We've right. got two Let's do this yellow one. bags of food. This, yellow, one, okay. this one I feel like is overtly uh, Asian. Uh, they look like yeah. stuff I've had before. Um, and Not that that's right. good or bad. Not, just... not quite exactly. Not... Uh, um, not this particular bag, right? Or this particular brand, but these kind of snacks for sure. Um, all right, so I've got my Google Translate at the ready. We'll have some of this, and then we'll and then we'll translate right after the. Fact. And then we'll translate. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Oh, somebody even knows. Look at that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, I can't get mine open. Mm. Open you piece of shit. There we go. Oh. Hmm. Got a little zing on the end. Got a little zing. Yeah, like a. Um, temporary zing. Temporary sweet sweetness that I was not expecting with this. Like, I've had all this stuff before. It's almost sour. Yeah. Like, sweet and sour at the same time. Like it's uh, spoiled. 
There's a hero on it. There's a superhero on there, everybody. There is. It's like a super not many nuts man. Yeah, not many enough, nuts man. Not enough nuts man yeah. is, is what these uh, should be called. Too much kibble, not enough bits man. Is what that is. All right. Sub, sub, supaiman. Oh, it even says even. Really? Supaiman. Supaiman. It says, this is stop three. No, it says, this is don't stop. But it still isn't saying. <laughs> it keeps changing. Like, you know how Google Translate yeah. translates? And then it says, pip the seeds, supplementary seed tehu. City seeds, the seeds of the city. Wow. Peanuts Our, of city seeds. Peanuts of city seeds. <laughs> it was like, Google Translate's the best because it's almost like it's a... Uh, uh, it's one of us trying to read something that's in really tiny lettering. Yep. It's like, uh, peanuts, peanuts of city seeds. And it like <laughs> keeps putting up different translations. It's the best. It's like an old lady trying to read her prescription bottle or something. Uh, yeah. I, I kind of like these. The peanuts yeah. are very few though. And I like peanuts. So I wish there were more peanuts, yeah, but exactly. Uh, it's fine. Whoever that hero is, I wish him well in his fight against evil. Okay. Now we got this bag gold on top green, very Christmassy. You know, it's the kind of bag you'd very you'd see under a tree or something, for sure, uh, or in somebody's stocking. And we don't even know. Like there are things in here that are covered with something, yeah, but we don't know what the thing is and what they're covered with. No, because there's not say. even. They're also not a. Uh, usually, you get like a little notch. Oh, there's a notch. Oh, I found a peanut at the bottom that's not covered. Mm-hmm. I think these might oh, really? be peanuts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple of peanuts floating in here. Well, I mean, the, the picture of the dude yeah. is a really poorly drawn peanut. Oh, I missed him entirely. Little pink peanut man. Yeah. Oh, I don't like He's... him. He looks like a French director or something. <laughs> Look at this guy. Looks like a penis wearing a net. Yeah. His pants. Net penis. <laughs> Hello, I'm net penis. Enjoy these snacks. Okay. So I'm trying not to tear. I don't want to tear off too much of the bag because I want to have it for, for translating. But, yeah. um at least trying to tear off the parts that have words. Yeah, I was like, afraid of words, Roxanne. Yeah, it was words. All right. All right, here we go. Here we go. Pop I'm one of these guys. Are they, they're kind of moist. Oh. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's a little, um, not wet, but like mushy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not crispy peanuts, yeah. Um, what is the? I don't know. Okay, what the, it's sweet. So this is like these are like the the sugary peanuts you get here, just taste a little different. Kind of like beer nuts. Yeah, but um, yeah, but not as crispy as beer nuts. Yeah. All right, a little sweeter than beer nuts too. But okay, it's translating. It's translating. I give that one a thumbs, slightly up. I E Foods right. Company Limited. How about here? Uh, F. Papuyu, Tabuyu, you are a Tabu, Tabu, Marahana. Yep. Okay. Yep. Nailed it. How about this? Translate that, Google. Yeah. What do they say? Um, nothing. I'm getting. Not much that. of a translator app, is it? Like, it's basically trying to translate all the different. Uh, oh, cloud making conclusion. Oh, oh, that's what I'm tasting. Uh, yeah. Yes, you're tasting some cloud making conclusion. Is what yeah, you're I was wondering. I knew it was conclusion. Wasn't sure about cloud making, but now I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, now that you say it, I can really taste the conclusion. Yeah, the conclusion <laughs> is, it's there. It's there. 
All right. Well, that's the two for today. Uh, yeah. We're going to do more of these tomorrow. Thanks again uh, to her because this is awesome. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, big old bag of goodness. There's a couple in here I've got concerns about. Like, uh, there's one with a fiery pig on it. Yeah, you know, I'm more excited about the angry pig than I am the uh, squids. I like, I don't know what it is. I love calamari, but dried squid is a you thing and not a me thing. I do like dried squid. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's because when I was a young a young boy, the Koreans in my house would always get that stuff, and I loved it. So I when these are like, I was a young warthog. So these are some kind of tiny little uh, pig hot things, uh, pork yeah. dried pork things. We'll try. And those. we got two, and we got a big bag and a small bag of those. Yeah, and we're gonna try them all because we haven't done a foodie segment in a long time on the show. So why not? We also have a crap ton of Kit Kats. That's to right. Balance it out. That's right. To make everything right again. To bring balance to the force. All right. All right, you guys. Well, well done. Uh, we had some food. Yeah. We we did some things. And now we do the news. Thank you, Tara. Let's do a little news brought to you by. Brought to you by Nathan Lott, a patron of TMS, who says, I have a YouTube channel where I review and cover iOS and Mac apps. YouTube.com slash Nathan Lott, L-O-T-T, as well as a little podcast called Nathan Lott's Apple Thoughts. At nlat.me. That's nlat.me for Nathan Lott's Apple Thoughts. That's a nice short me address. I like it. It is a great. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Let's hear. Let's hear the first part of one of his shows. Let's just play. A little. Okay. All right, right here on the page. Let's see. Go. Hello, this is Nathan Lott, and welcome to episode number forty-four of Nathan Lott's Apple Thoughts. <laughs> I love how Listen, that rolls. Nathan yeah, Lott's Apple can, Thoughts. Nathan Lott's Apple Thoughts. Listen, if you can make it past episode twenty-five, that's the that's the um, uh, the cutoff, right? Yeah, that's that, when you're not uh, fading. From podcast movement. It's like. Uh, 80% of the podcasts out there never make it past episode eight, uh, 25. That's so if right. you can make it past that, you're doing better than... <laughs> and some correction for the chat. I don't think he means thoughts like the kind you're thinking. I don't even know what that means. What is... What, T-H-O-T, I see it all the time. Like, people are always, uh, she's like a thought. What does that even mean? I'm oh, looking that know. up. Urban Dictionary. Here we go, Brian. This might be terrible. Okay. All right. Yeah, thought. Never... Uh, oh, I mean... Oh, uh, that, that hoe over there is a thought? <laughs> T-H-O-T, a female that uses her body in some way to gain attention or some favor from males. Commonly used to describe female streamers on Twitch that use such tactics. Usage case. Um, mine from the Rising of the Shield hero is a textbook example of a thought, or that Twitch thought is too much. I can't believe how much... What? I can't believe how much that thought tricked me. <sighs> Well, I call bullshit on that. That's horseshit. <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry, but there, there are whatever. There, there are dudes on Twitch who want to look, who are doing the exact same whatever claim that is. This is just yeah, a normal exactly. human thing. You want to look good on camera? Freaking internet. The internet always lets me down. Aww. All right, uh, Brian. News time. Here we yeah. go. We got this from Jamie, our good buddy uh, TMS mashups. Jamie, who is oh. dutifully assembling. The Brian Ibbett Best of Year compilation. It's a lot more work than it is you, right? Because there's yeah. a lot fewer things for for me for uh, best of. Than you are for you, you embarrass yourself a lot Me. less than I embarrass myself. Me. I know. Actually, yeah, that's. <laughs> Brian says smart things. I say things that incriminate. Me. Well, you know, I'll say stuff that I think is right, and I'll stand right behind it until somebody says, "No, Brian, it's da da da." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, that's right." Yeah. <laughs> 
That's well, totally correct. Figured uh, my guess is he has a treasure trove and we have just forgotten. So we'll I see can't what wait happens. To hear it. It'll be tomorrow. Uh, so he sent this story in. Florida man kicked off a flight after trying to wear a woman's pair of underwear as a mask. Mm, okay. He thought he'd get away with it. Now, my buddy Andrew did this in a Walmart. Sorry, Costco. <laughs> Not underwear, but with a, um, a Jimmy John's, you know, the bag they give you with your sandwiches in it? Yeah. He had, it's it's like a t- little ring, you know, plastic thing. He fashioned yeah. it around his face because he forgot his mask. This was early in the pandemic and Costco uh-huh. was really clamping down. <laughs> so he walked through Costco with that freaking Jimmy John's bag Jimmy on his face. <laughs> and he never got in trouble, never got caught doing it. Uh, I think underwear may wow. have been a little more obvious. But anyway, this guy's wearing like full on red panties on his face. Oh, jeez, Louise. Oh, is there a photo? Do I even want to see the photo? I think you like, might. Is- <laughs> was it is he just trying to be that guy or is he did he really not have oh good lord i think he's trying to be that guy yeah i think he's trying to be that guy i don't think he oh shoot i didn't have anything and so i just borrowed one of my wife's underwear or whatever yeah i made some bullcrap there's, there's story no chance this guy has a girlfriend or wife or anyone who cares about him here he is you guys that's him with his with his dainty little uh thong on his face um it was taken by another passenger, the video was, at the Fort Lauderdale flight. Uh, they showed Adam Jenny in an airplane seat with a thong stretched over his face, telling airline attendants that, uh, that it counted as a mask before they escorted him off the plane. Uh, the customer clearly wasn't compliant with the federal mask mandate, and we appreciate that our team addressed the issue on the ground prior to takeoff, avoiding a potential disruption in the air. Well, I agree. That's good yeah. that you did it before. Yeah. Um, he claims that he wanted to highlight how he doesn't think it makes sense uh, to make customers wear a mask until cruising altitude and then let them unmask and eat and drink. Well, I don't know about him, Brian, but I'm not yeah. about to pay for a flight to a place I have to go just so uh-huh. I can make an effing point in a, pl- a thing about underwear or whatever bullshit you want to put on your face. Also, he has a terrible haircut and he deserves what he's doing. <laughs> he does. Oh, another. So the video's been going. Apparently, another passenger said, well, if you're kicking him off, then I'm getting off too. Great. Get out. Go. Yeah. Go ahead then. Yeah. You bunch of totally babies. Fine. You're exactly. babies. You're just freaking guess, babies. Guess what? When the plane takes off and you're sitting in the airport saying... Uh, I sure feel good about my decision to now have to buy another plane ticket to go where I was planning on going. Yeah, this is going to ruffle some feathers because here's Delta, here's, you'll really miss my money. Yeah, here's this is going to ruffle some feathers, but here's my take on this: people who who yeah. do this sort of thing, you deserve the ridicule. Sorry, you just do. Yeah, I don't yeah, give a exactly. shit what your reasons are or any of that. You're just quit being such a baby. Like, just you're a giant baby. Now, it is 100. percent You're right. To do this and get and then it's their right to kick you off. So done, yeah. you're done. They kick you off exactly. the plane. Is that? Did you make your point? This wasn't the government. This isn't some censorship mm-hmm. moment in your life where uh, we're not throwing tea into Boston Harbor to protest the taxes. We are, you know, not we. And by we, I mean these idiots. Yeah, they're they're bitching because they don't get their way. Yeah, like now, sad little babies. Like ba- is what they they're are. babies. You're being babies. Sad little babies. Such babies, dude. I don't have any. And there's nobody. You're gonna. I'm gonna get emails, and that's fine. fine and you're gonna go. Them. Oh, I see. You don't have much tolerance for other people's points of view. No, I don't have tolerance for man babies. Yeah. Well, no, it's it's it's. I don't have tolerance for people who who agree to to a plane ticket to follow the rules of that aircraft. Yeah, the and airline has the rules. rules. You live by the rules. They don't want to. Yeah, it's like yeah. saying I'm not wearing a seatbelt. Same deal. 
I yes, want to have exactly. I want to have the door open the, for the whole flight. No, you can't. We're up at thirty thousand feet. <laughs> well, that's my right to have the door open. No, you get off the plane. I believe like, we don't have the freedom to drink and drive. Am I not allowed to stuff an entire uh, uh, horse carcass in the plane's toilet? That's I've gone too far. But that's the point. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like you know, Listen, you don't. Sir, it's if, the airline. They get to tell get you what it, to uh, do down there, sir. You're welcome to do it. They get to tell you what to do. That's how it works. If Brian was riding Lyft still and he was driving. And a guy came yeah. in and said, uh, thanks uh, for the pickup. I'm, and you say, sure, no problem. Have some water. And the guy goes, I'm just going to take a shit back here. <laughs> you're going to go, no. Oh, you're gonna say, that you're going to say, well, I'm not going to wear my mask because I'm an American. I have the right not to. I'm no, saying, but okay, to well, me, it's just as bad. Hop on out and call another lift. It's just the same to me, though. Like, if he takes a shit yeah. in the back of the thing, he's well, that's my right. No, no it because, isn't. Because I because when you sign up for lift, you don't sign a piece of, you don't sign anything that says, I won't take a shit in the back of a lift. Yeah, but said that would be their argument. But <laughs> you would be fully in your, you would be, that's right. you'd be fully in your rights to kick that dude out of your car, is the point. Just like the airplane line can. So these people can eat a turd for real. Yes, yes, exactly. Send your emails. We'll take them. We'll read them. And we will say, yeah, you don't have a valid point. Yeah. (laughs) Because where where is the point? There is no valid point. Exactly. Exactly. And and you can't be. Here's the other thing I want to make really clear, because I am this guy. I am pro free market. Have been my whole Mm -hmm. life. Always Mm -hmm. will be. Big time pro free market. You cannot be that guy. And then also be guy who says, I'm being repressed by an airline. No, this is free market stuff happening, dumbass. Get out. Get off the plane. All right. You're welcome to ride on the outside of the plane, sir. Yeah, on the wing with that goblin that uh, Shatner keeps freaking out about. All right, let's get moving here to this story. How about this one? (laughs) This is great. A groom stepped out to enjoy some fresh air and got robbed during his wedding reception. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, Oh. that sucks. Uh, This guy, this groom, went outside to get some fresh air. Uh, He got robbed immediately. Philadelphia police are searching for two men after he allegedly robbed a groom of his Rolex uh, watch during his wedding reception Saturday evening. Uh, This happened at about 11.45 p.m. at this place downtown. The suspect then fled northbound on 3rd Street in their vehicle. There were no injuries. Uh, He just gave him the watch, which is what you're supposed to do. Um uh, authority said that there were a series of thefts in upscale neighborhoods, including the one in this uh, where this groom was was at and where he was involved. Uh, thieves have been on the lookout for opportunities to take advantage of innocent people, whether they are alone or in a group. Uh, city's recent crime reports have gotten global attention. So far in 2021, Philadelphia Police Department has reported 421 ho- or sorry 521 homicides, a 13 percent rise over wow. 2020. That's a pretty big Philly. Bump. What's going on? Yeah, that's a lot. Where's the brotherly love? Yeah, where is it? Brotherly love, big shoulders. Nope, that's Chicago. Who's the big shoulders? Chicago. No. Chicago? I can't remember. City of I know Philadelphia's city of brotherly love, but... Uh... Shoulders. I'm going to find out so I don't screw this up. Oh, it is Chicago. All right. Okay, there you go. Because it's also the windy broad, city. Broad shoulders. The broad shoulders. Sorry, you're right. Not big, <laughs> big shoulders. Check out that broad shoulders. <laughs> Wait, all of this says big shoulders. Oh, really? The thing that I said that when I did big shoulders, they said Chicago, the city of broad shoulders. But oh well, now I'm more confused. But the bottom line is, they are also the windy city. They're also the uh, uh, well, shit. What's the other one they go by? Oh yeah, so this is right. The, the, the fifth line of Carl Sandburg's poem Chicago says big shoulders, and then they say also sometimes the city of broad shoulders. There oh, you go. well, I like broad better than big. Big, big uh, implies a medical condition. Big broad, broad city you know. of big broad shoulders. 
<laughs> we'll just leave that one right there. <laughs> uh, home of home, home of police rough rides. What does that mean? Is that the the, the rough rides tally? I don't know what that means. All right, here's your uh, here's your next story. Uh, anyway, so but the bottom line is, st- stop with the criming. Okay, I don't know what's going yeah, on there. No but, uh, kidding. Well, what a bummer though. Like, <laughs> hey, uh, I'm gonna step out for a second, maybe get a smoke, and uh, groom comes back in. I just got robbed on my wedding night. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> Although you'll always have the story, right? Like, you'll always be able yeah, to tell the story. Yeah, that's true. There's something about that that's okay. I mean, I guess then you know it's a Rolex. Rolex can be replaced. It's better than what could have happened. Oh, Tally says Chicago police would inter- uh, intentionally drive detainees over rough roads oh, so geez. that it hurt them and it actually killed somebody. Is that true? Jeez. That's not cool. Don't do that. That seems mean. Uh, all right. Nobody likes a rough ride. Moving on to this story. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Uh, let's see. Takeaway forced to refund customer. So a takeaway meaning, you know, we call it takeout. Takeout. Yep. Yeah, the British are weird. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get some Chinese takeaway. Yep, it's all takeaway there. I kind of like it. Except then too. you couldn't say, some well, what's the, big, what's the big takeaway? And people would go, uh, Chinese food? <laughs> um, That's true. Yeah, well, they, they must have a different way of saying, uh, like in a meeting, well, what do we need to get from this? Yeah. What's the takeaway? Yeah, what's your Boy, big takeaway? Hmm. We're uh, three quarters of the way through the new season of Succession. I think we just got a couple episodes left. And man, that... Uh, that show just, you know, aside from the fantastic acting and the scarce number of characters that you you kind of like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I like Greg and uh, everybody else. I just like, you know, watching them be jerks to each other. But it gives me PTSD from being in the business world. Oh, man. Whole, like, you know, we need to get this IPO side. Oh, man. <laughs> we got to go to this trade show and do this thing. And it's like, oh, man. I hate man. all that stuff so much yeah. there's a reason brian and i are independent creators because yeah. that life was not for us uh, roman pa says even even greg is a sucky person so hold on who's He's, greg remind me greg 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 is the cousin who in the first episode is working as a mascot in an amusement park and pukes in his oh. uh yeah he's he's okay. the he's the the doofus the, the awkward lovable doofus but uh i mean i guess he is kind of a I mean, earlier in the show, it always felt like this show was going to be mostly about him breaking into this big corporate thing, and then it kind of turned from that. It's not that. Yeah, exactly. This season's great, though. My God, it's such a great season. I've been hearing good things. I need to catch up. Here's my impersonation of Kendall. We good? We good? Can we go? We good? We good? He just wants to get out of there all the time. That's Kendall right there. We good? We good? Is that the uh, Culkin kid, Karen Culkin? Is that who that is? No, uh, that's... um, uh, the guy with the short hair, the kind of the, I think he's the oldest brother. Oh, no, he's not. The oldest brother is Alan, Alan Rock. Alan Rock, yeah. He's the, uh, Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, what's, how do you describe Kendall? He's the, he's the guy who's not Alan Rock or, uh, Kieran Culkin. So there he's the main guy, the main son. The main oh. guy, the main son, yes. Okay. All right, yeah. The I son keep- who's currently butting heads with, with uh, you know, as I'm as I'm watching this, I do want um, Brian Cox at some point to go uh, 
Kendall, you get out of this office. You're you're a effing disgrace. Mm. I'm loving it. Because he like does it. those. He does the current McDonald's commercials. He's oh, the, right. The voice of the current, and he never says I'm loving it. He just goes. He's also striker. He could do some uh, anti mutant stuff if he wanted to. Right. Wasn't he could. It? Yeah. Just rip, the, rip the metal right out of uh, the adamantium, right out of Wolverine's bones. Yeah. I think that was two. Right. Two. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was the good one. The good one, right? The good well, one. the th- I like the first one. Okay, I really like the second one. Mm-hmm. Third one was abysmal. It was. And then from there, it's first class, cool. and then everything else. First is class kind of, was great, yeah. and even Days of Future Past was pretty good. But boy, everything since Apocalypse, yeah. uh, Dark Phoenix. Yeah, I feel like they're giving uh, this a little bit of stew space for Disney to reboot it all. Oh, did you see, you know what though? Did you see uh, New Mutants? No, was that, how was that? That's good. That's worth seeing. It's, it's, it's not as good as First Class, but it's better than everything that's come since First Class. What about that one that was in perpetuity production and then finally came out and then it was like Gambit. a horror, <laughs> no, like a horror movie thing. What was that called? That's New Mutants. That's New yeah. Mutants? Yeah, that's the horror, horror mutants one with, uh, Sunspot and Cannonball and uh, Anya Taylor-Joy as uh, Ilyana Rasputin. Ah, the Vavitch. Yeah, yeah. The Vavitch. Did the you Queen's see that? Vavitch. Did you see that trailer yesterday that got uh, launched for the uh, the Norse-looking thing that's directed by the Vavitch director oh, and the no, Lighthouse uh-uh. director? Yeah. The Plus, he's got all those guy, people no. in there. It looks... It's got her in it again because I, I think she just likes working with him, but um, it looks great. Like Cool. Cool. It's probably really bloody and brutal, but it looked freaking awesome. No, I and, did uh, see a cool trailer for uh, something coming to the Roku channel, which I guess is a thing. I didn't know that was a, there was an actual Roku channel, but it is a ten-part history of comic books done by the Russo brothers with Marvel and DC. Like it is, this thing looks amazing. I'm down with that. When's that happening? Yeah. I don't. Where do you get that? Only on a Roku uh, or? That's the thing. I mean, do you have to have a... Maybe somebody can answer this one. Roku channel. Do you have to have a Roku to watch the Roku channel? I'm going to see if there's an Xbox app, because that's what I'm connected to right there you now. Go. Let's see. Roku channel on Xbox. Um, okay. Available like- on most devices, Pops and Recline says. Okay, so I could get... I could probably put a Roku app on my Apple TV and watch it there. Okay, so they're doing it like... They're doing it like Apple does with cool. a- the Apple channel. I can play anywhere else, too. Apple yep. TV All right, Plus. Good. Okay, cool. I'm in. Oh, looks so good. Yeah. I don't know when it starts. Starts in like uh, within the next couple of weeks. Uh, let's looks see. Looks really good. I'm just looking for. Can't remember what it was called though. I'm into that. Also, the Russo brothers are perfect for that. That's great. Yeah. Marvel stuff or uh, sorry, DC stuff as well. That'll be fun. Yeah, it's Marvel and DC. Cool. All right. Um, well, now you've yeah. got me. I'm gonna go download this later. I didn't even know this existed. Boy, that's a. That's not good PR. I should have known about the Roku channel before now. <laughs> right? I'm looking at their content. They have a ton on here. Yeah. Oh, do they really? Yeah, movies. Uh, oh, look, Jingle All the Way just got added. <laughs> wow, amazing. <laughs> uh, all the diehards, Hump for Red October. Is there a streaming service now that doesn't have uh, the Roku channel? Uh, let's see, the new Dexter thing they have for free right now? Oh. Yellow Jackets for free. Um Edward Scissorhands. Freaking Roku, man. I didn't know. Grumpy grumpy old men and grumpier old men is on here. (laughs) Popular on the Roku channel. All right. 
shows what I know. I, I wonder know if the Roku channel is just also amalgamates other, like you buy other channels through it. Because I'm seeing Dexter on there, for example, the new Dexter New Blood thing. Yeah. And I know I yeah. you're not getting that for free without some sort of Showtime. Oh, well, it claims it's catch it while while it's still free. It says, yeah, but I don't know what that means. That could mean a lot of things. Exactly. All right. Well, moving on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Episode one you get for free. Oh, Roku bought Quibi. That makes sense because Quibi had all kinds of content, but they just okay. There you go. Yeah, the IMDb channel. Someone else mentioned in there. Um, isn't bad. It's a it's a great have it on in the background thing because it's commercial supported, but. You just find like an old show you like or a movie that's just passable and you're just like, oh, let's put that on, have it go. Commercials aren't too egregious. It's not bad. But a lot of okay. ads, though. So you get yeah. what you're going to get. Yeah. All uh, right. Takeaway. Oh, I forgot to tell you about the story here. So here's the deal. Oh, yeah. We, we got even get so caught up on takeaway. Wow. <laughs> how did we do that? Where did How did it go? I don't know how we got there. We're talking about uh, Chinese food and what do they say in business for takeaway? And then I went into succession and. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't either. Um, yeah. JC Calhoun says, I don't get why Amazon has uh, Amazon, or sorry, why Amazon has Prime and the IMDb channel. Prime is their premium channel, IMDb is free to everybody. So that's why. It's a, it's a hooky end deal. Wouldn't right. it be great if the IMDb channel was just, hey, this guy, he was in this movie, yeah. and this movie, and this movie, and this movie. Yeah. This woman was in this movie, and this TV show for four episodes, and this movie. Like VH1's pop-up video or whatever, and just like a little bloop. He also appeared <laughs> in <laughs> 10 other things. Sidian has our breadcrumbs. Takeaway, Chinese food. Succession, Brian Cox. X-Men, Norris, Roku, roughly now. Okay. <laughs> Dude, City, and that's a public service you just did. That, it really is. I love the breadcrumbs. Oh, my God. That's, that's really great. That's really great. All right. Well, then back to the story. <laughs> Between X-Men and Norris, we need uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, too. Yeah, that's <laughs> really good. Yeah, she's your big connection. Um, all right. Here's your here's your actual story. All right. Uh, the people p- complained, and they had to refund them. The people complained that their ice cream was cold. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? That's so dumb. Uh, they said it was, uh, let's see, t- uh, Takeaway Boss said he's been forced to stop offering deliveries of Just Eat after a new scam emerged on the platform, uh, which one of his customers uh, refunded because they complained their ice cream was cold. So Just Eat is a is the Grubhub of the UK. Yeah, it sounds like it's like Uber, Uber Eats, Eats or, or Deliveroo yeah. or whatever. Yeah, they, yeah. Have their, they have some of the same stuff over there, but I think they have their own thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, there was a spate of these suspicious refunds on the site. They tried to fight, figure out what happened. It cost this guy several hundred pounds each month. Oh. Uh, it turns out people are saying my ice cream was cold, and then they get refunds. That I think sucks. You, so I, they just they just go in there and say my this was cold, and the app automatically refunds them and then bills the yes the restaurant. That's a problem because a yes ice cream's supposed to be cold. Yeah, my gazpacho was cold. Yeah. It was delivered cold. I don't understand why my burrito was hot. What happened? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that kind of automation can bite you right in the chode, and uh, they should fix that. Uh, so they said here, it say they ordered four milkshakes, a cheese steak or cheesecake rather, and an ice cream. And forty five minutes later, they put in a refund request because the food was too cold. Oh, um, those people need to be uh, found and and uh, restricted from ever. I'd say just take their phones away. I yeah, take it. Take away their phones. Too, that's not too much. Yeah, Make them wear used underwear on their face and <laughs> put them on a flight to Florida. Do that. 
That's right. Make him watch all the X Men movies that were bad. There we go. We've uh, we've brought it all back around. <laughs> ah, well done. Uh, there was some there was some hesitation in the chat about whether we want more Norse films. I'm telling you, that director, he could make anything, and I would go, "Oh, mm-hmm. what's he doing over there? What's he make, making?" Because mm-hmm. the Vavitch and the Lighthouse are incredible movies. Yeah, and uh, are very unique. And I just want to see what his take is. Because now you got that big Skarsgård brother playing the main Norse man. And he, oh, what's it called? Northman, Northman, I think it's called. The and Northman. Okay. You should see him, Brian. He's, I mean, he's always kind of ripped and big, but um, the older Skarsgård brother from like True Blood, that guy, just shredded, looking wow. like he is about to put three axes in your face. Just looking great. Uh, I've got the trailer coming up here. Nicole Kidman, Charles Bang, Anya Taylor Joy, and all the other names went by too fast for me to, to for me to get them. I know there's a lot, but uh, I can't wait. I'm very excited. Um, all right. Oh, it's even got your Green Goblin back because he works with him. It sounds like he liked working with him on the uh, the lighthouse, so he's back. Plays some sort of weird. Oh, and Bjork's in it. Bjork's Bjork. in it. <laughs> she, she plays one of those blue faced like um, what were they? What, uh, like the, the weird yeah, religious the, uh, type. Uh, Loki, Loki's dads. The uh, the ice. Uh, what are they called? <laughs> <laughs> I can't think straight since they got my booster. Can't think of names. Frost Giants. Thank you, Icor. Could not oh. come up with freaking Frost Giants. Kind of like that, except she's just a, she's like a, you know, a, a shaman type, you know? Oh, okay. Because this right. doesn't look at like none oh, of it. Oh, look at her. Yeah, no kidding with the things over her eyes. Yeah. And- None of it looks like it's supernatural. It just, that's just I don't have sound on, but I imagine she's going, I am going to cast a spell on you, and it is going to turn you into a tree. Ladies and gentlemen, it is... Uh, <laughs> it's what's-his-name. I now you think anybody's names. What's wrong with me? <laughs> you sound like Adam Sandler? Adam Sandler doing an impression of Bjork is what I heard there. <laughs> Bjork Sandler. <laughs> <coughs> All right. Final story. Yeah. Everyone likes monkeys. Everyone likes dogs. But sure, oftentimes sure. they don't get along. And this story is all about that. A troop of monkeys, which is what you call a group of monkeys. Not a herd. Not a, not a right. group. A not troop. Whatever. Sure. Troop. Mm-hmm. F troop of monkeys. F troop of monkeys. Um, has killed up to 250 dogs in what this is calling revenge attacks including throwing them off tall buildings, according oh my to God. Indian sources. Wow. Yeah. Imagine a bunch of monkeys taking a dog up a building and then hucking it off the thing. Jeez, monkeys. What is up, dude? They are savage. Um, troop of monkeys, Indian town, have killed up to 250 dogs. Uh, it says here, locals in Lavool, a 5,000-person 5, town. Wouldn't you just say... A population of 5,000? I guess yeah, this is translated. Yeah. Population 5,000. Yeah. A 5,000 5, person, person town. town. <laughs> uh, really, what I want to know is how many monkey town? Yeah. Like, well, many, give, me the, give me the monkey number. Yeah, give me the monkey numbers. This is about 300 miles east of Mumbai. They told News 18 that the monkeys began to take revenge last month after a pack of dogs killed an infant monkey. So the dogs started it wow. by chewing up they this baby an monkey. monkey. And then, then the monkeys gathered together and said, they're taking one of us. You put two of them on the f- off a building. <laughs> <laughs> you take one. Of, you put one of them in the morgue. You take one of them to the hospital or whatever he says. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Locals. No, here we go. Since then, residents told the media outlet the monkeys have been snatching up dogs as soon as they spot them, dragging them to the top of trees and tall buildings, and then hucking them off. Wow. Uh, 
The monkeys then throw the dogs off great heights per News 18. Uh, they let the dogs plummet to their deaths. Well, once you throw them off, what are you going to do? You don't let them. They just now it's done. The deal, deed is yeah. done. The monkey yeah, can't intervene. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and let you die. Yeah. Now that you've fallen 50 feet from me and I can't do anything about it. But we all know Beyonce had the best video this year. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Uh, the media outlet said that nearly every dog in the town has been killed in the primate purge. I do like that term. That's pretty good. Primate purge. Although that would imply the purge was primates, right? If you say primate the purge. The primates are purging. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that you're purging primates. Yeah, because yeah, it should be a dog purge is what you'd say. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, Newsweek reported the officials <laughs> from local forest departments were called to help capture the vengeful monkeys, but could not entrap a single one of them. Villagers then tried to catch the monkeys, but several of them became injured in the process, the people, not the monkeys. Now the monkeys are now targeting small children, creating a panic oh. in Lavool, says Jeez. News 18. Yeah. So these monkeys, they need to be stopped, man. Yeah. Panic on the streets of Lavool. <laughs> catch the monkey, catch the monkey, catch the monkey. <laughs> anybody, <laughs> anybody checked on him lately? How's he doing? <laughs> How's Morrissey doing? Is he yeah. all right? Is he okay? I don't know. I mean, he was in trouble for something a while back, saying something dumb, and then I just haven't heard. Yeah. Let's see, Morrissey. Let's get the latest on Morrissey. Here we What's go. What's Morrissey doing? Uh, <laughs> you know he's got emo. Let's see. Joe, these are all different people with the last name Morrissey. Nope, no news about Morrissey. Okay, good. Uh, oh, there's a picture of a coffin? Hold on. Oh, Marty Morrissey died, whoever that is. Oh, Marty Morrissey. Mm, that's a bummer. Marty! <laughs> it's, <laughs> it was the monkeys. Who's the monkeys, Marty? <laughs> uh, all right, that is going <laughs> to, to take my plutonium. If you okay, let me ask you this: If you watched yeah. a monkey run up and grab one of your dogs, and then peel out of the house with it and throw it into traffic yeah. or something, what would you actually do as as a person watching that? What would you do? Uh, I I mean, I'd run after it. Um, but I mean, he probably would just go to the closest tree. Yeah, wouldn't even like go running down the street looking for a building. He'd probably just go to the closest tall tree, run up, and. Do you think if he got up in that tree, he would like hold it and go? Like, <laughs> I don't think he'd wait. I don't think it's like a come any closer, mm. and I'm dropping the dog. Yeah, that's uh, not a picture I for some I'd, reason. I don't know. I why. think I'd get to the bottom of the tree and catch catch Daisy when she before she uh, landed. Oh, see, that's good. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah, yeah. If I saw a monkey stealing a baby. Yeah, I'm trying to think what I would do. <laughs> You'd go after the monkey. I guess I'd go after the monkey. Of course you would. Do? Anybody would. Yeah, and, and even if you had a gun, you couldn't shoot the monkey because you might shoot the baby. Right. That's right? what they're counting on. <laughs> so, if, <laughs> so I don't know. I, I'm just saying. I hope we never have to face this. This seems really hard. You know, it does. <laughs> Maybe the, you know, it's like the dingo ate your baby kind of deal, except worse. That's why we should have big dogs and small monkeys. That's that's the I whole agree. reason right there. That's why we need more big dogs and more small monkeys. Well, the monkeys that, that really scare me are the ones that are always on display for tourists in Japan and that Monkey Island place everyone goes to. Oh, those, uh, yeah. They're the brutal, The ones that sit dude. in hot tubs with the uh, the icicles forming on there. Oh, I don't know fur. if those are it or not. Maybe those are it. Uh, not Macau. What are they called? Eh, the anyway. <laughs> Might be, but the ones that the ones that like rip people's things out of their hands and like run off with their purses and stuff, little pieces of sh- shit, dick monkeys, uh, I hate those things. 
Yeah. There's a reason what those are called. Um, By the way, Hit Monkey, uh, Pops and Recline, reminds me of. Did I I recommend Hit Monkey? I don't think I did, did I? No. I want it. Is it good? It's good. I might have to throw that in my recommendal slot tomorrow. I can't believe I forgot to recommendal that. Uh, Claire, very sensitive to this monkey issue on the chat there. She's very, she wants to. They've been put there. Yeah. She's got all kinds of feelings about the. The about, about the monkeys in Japan. Uh, all right. I think well, they are macaques. <clears throat> macaque. Macaque. Macaque? Macaques. Macaques. What you got there, buddy? Ah, it's nothing but macaque. Like that? <laughs> no? Well, you changed it to meacock, uh, uh, which... <laughs> 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 all right. We're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, Bobby will be joining us. Uh, no Bill today. Yeah. He's on a little trip with his family uh, doing Christmas things. And so he will not be around. Um, Hopefully he doesn't have to have dinner with uncle Omicron. That would be nice if he didn't. But uh, (laughs) in the meantime, Bobby will be here. We're going to have some science time with him and uh, that'll happen shortly after this song break. Brian will now present. Yeah. Well, this one comes from a a listener, Lori Crispin, who sends in a request for, um, is it brother? Does she say it's funny? She doesn't say, uh, how she's related, but they both have the same last name, uh, Crispin. This is Michael Crispin. Like Glover, uh, he, like Crispin Glover punching Letterman and trying to kick him, that kind of thing? Yeah, kind of trying to kick him, exactly. Sure. Uh, Michael loves to write, record, and mix music in his Boston area basement studio. And uh, this is great. There are definitely some Peter Gabriel vibes to this thing. And uh, big thanks to Lori for sending it along. The song is called Why Don't You, and then parentheses, I-T-I-G-T-K-Y. It's up to you to figure out what that stands for. Uh, Performed by Michael Crispin. Here is, uh, why don't you? (laughs) I-T-I-G-T-K-Y. Here you go, everybody. Enjoy. Oh! 
We started this segment talking about how to carve a country ham. I thought we'd end by talking about city hams, what I call city hams, these boneless hams. Really a very nice ham. Ham of ham. City ham. They don't have quite as much character, as far as I'm concerned, as a good old country ham. There you have it. On carving ham, everyone knows about diarrhea. <laughs> The Morning Stream. I will feast on your soul. All right, we're back. That song again was... That song is Michael Crispin, Why Don't You... And then a bunch of letters that I don't have in front of me anymore, but <laughs> Why Don't You by Michael Crispin. Nice. Those letters made it harder. It's just how hard They really deal. did. Yeah. They, I don't, yeah, they, they're not on the actual song file, but they were in the email that got sent along with it, so... Hmm. You just have to listen to the song and figure out what uh, what those all stand for. I got three DMs who I didn't have time to reply to that all asked the same question. I'm going to answer them all at once. So if you're still okay. in the chat, this is the answer. They wanted to know at the beginning of the show who this was. I'll, I'll play it again. So tired of all the bullshit. I hope your day is good. That is Brian Dunaway <laughs> <laughs> calling me on his phone or on my phone. Uh, not too long ago a few months ago and i just forgot to capture it until recently and so that's what that was that was dunaway i don't know i don't know if he did not recognize that as dunaway whatsoever holy mackerel i agree you really threw me off 
and then don't forget your city hams. All right, let's get in here. Let's get uh, let's get Bobby up in it. Pretty sure I can call it. City Hams sounded like uh, Harry Shearer when, when, when I heard it. Oh, yeah, it does a little bit. We started this segment talking about how to carve a country ham. A little bit. Well, it does. he does at the end, I guess, uh, or somewhere between uh, Harry Shearer and that Higgins. What's his ham name? Ham of ham. Mike, City Michael ham. Higgins Clark or whatever. His name. He's Michael. also in the, all those uh, Christopher Guest movies. Michael Clark Higgins. Michael Cliggins Hark. No. Nope. Michael, maybe it's not Clark. Maybe I'm getting my Clark Duncan into my Higgins. <laughs> I almost watched the Green Mile the other night because, you know, no time for uh, Loki or freaking uh, Parasite. But John I watched... Michael Higgins. John That's Michael Higgins. There you go. John Michael Higgins. <clears throat> All right. Uh, uh, who am I adding? Oh, Bobby. Bobby's on and the way. Bobby! He did not uh, forewarn me about topics, which I don't mind. It's fine. I, I have no idea what we're getting into today, but we're going to find out. As uh, soon as he joins us here, which will happen right freaking now. Science. Hey, look who it is. It's Bobby Frankenberger, uh, who joins us all the way from his studios in South Carolina. Uh, Bobby, got, welcome to the show. In your name, you've got two things that I like at a barbecue. Oh, yeah. Oh, Frank, what could Franks they be? Burgers. Frank and burgers. <laughs> Definitely not a Bobby. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I don't know Franks what that would even burgers. be. Uh, Franks and burgers. Nice to see you. Yeah. You haven't run any other marathons since we last talked, have you, or anything? I haven't run. Uh, I took all this time off, and then I got sick right after the marathon, so I haven't run at all. I'm mm. still a little, like, deep radio You sound like me. Now. Yeah, you sound like I did. Um, all right, how many days into it are you? Hopefully you don't get the full... I'm, <clears throat> no, I'm almost done with my being sick it it hit me right after like two days after the marathon it's almost like a joke you know like like i didn't get sick during all 30 weeks of training yeah for the marathon at all and then mm-hmm. two days after i ran it i got sick it was you probably heard... from all those people yeah. well and your your um not your vulnerability was probably down from the exhaustion and all that stuff too right yeah, yeah that's what more of my science co-host said that's what mm-hmm. she told me she said it's not a joke it's your parasympathetic nervous system bobby yeah yeah and- no i've heard this before somebody i know is not a marathon runner. they call themselves what are the hundred miler people called ultra runners ultra runners or ultra marathon runners. ultra marathon runners that's it um used to be a guy who was a neighbor my daughter babysat for him for their little kids anyway um i was always fascinated by this guy because he'd, he'd look like he just needed a sandwich every minute of the day he was just so thin and whatever but it's because he was constantly doing these hundred mile things yeah and he was always super sick between runs he would just his immune system or whatever would just like open up and say all right everything that's here just go ahead and get in and let's get it over with before i do this again and um he said yeah this happens every time just sort of used to it now i just get sick between runs and i used to i used to think that doesn't sound healthy to me seems bad i mean you're gonna get sick sometimes yeah i guess so uh, breaking news real quick before we do anything else. I guess there are some reviews for the Matrix uh, up. The new Matrix is important mm-hmm. data because it's this week. Uh, the Matrix Resurrections uh, currently enjoying a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes with a total oh. of 69 reviews. Nice. Uh, no audience score, obviously, because nobody's gone to see it yet. But uh, that's uh, not bad. It's all right. It's not bad. Yeah. It's yeah. not as good as I was hoping from the headline that I saw this morning. It said, Matrix Resurrections, Matrix Resurrections is the sequel you need. Oh. Or the sequel you were hoping for. All right. Well, I'm in. Wow. 
What, so what's the cutoff for you then? When do you start thinking a, a Rotten Tomatoes review or a, a percentage is not good? Well, I've yet to see anything on Rotten Tomatoes where it was lower than 50 and, and, and then me thinking, no, that was great. I can't believe that was reviewed so bad. That's never happened. I almost always land somewhere in the averages. So right. I'd say 50 probably. Mm-hmm. Because it really depends, depends on what it is. If it's yeah. if it's part of a franchise that I really care about and that I want to see, it doesn't matter what the Rotten Tomatoes score is. Right, you're going to see, anyway. see it. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to like Eternals more than Rotten Tomatoes did. I'm sure of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that's yet, just like, they're just voting up or down, right? So 67% is 67% of people liked it, right? Uh, well, reviewers, yeah. They don't have the audience yeah. score in here yet. But the sure. the um, the cool or the thing, that t- the big takeaway from uh, from this is, Anything 60 and higher is considered fresh, meaning good. Anything lower than 60 by their metric is considered rotten. Okay. So if something's in the 30s... I never thought about that, but you're right. Yeah, it's either a thumbs up or thumbs down, and it's 67% gave it a thumbs up as opposed to, well, this person rated it a 92, and this person rated it a 14, so we're averaging, Mm -hmm. as you're saying. Yeah, like in theaters right now, uh, where's where's Spider-Man? Hold on. Well, it's good to calibrate that every once in a while and and know that because you get so used to like all the Marvel movies to ended up having such high percentages I feel like I hear 67% and I'm like well that's a that's shite you know like yeah right because you're thinking of it like your grades or something you know like Mm -hmm. oh it's 67 I barely passed that sort of thing but and obviously they all want higher numbers because they all tout it all the time but um, in theaters right now let's see Spider-Man is currently enjoying a lovely uh, where is it? Spider-Man. Here we go. 94% reviewers uh, and 99% audience. Mm. That's really strong. Encanto doing well at 90. West Side Story at 92. I mean, everybody wants those numbers. Yeah, for but sure. But I think if you're in genre film, you're probably pretty happy between 65 and, and 100. You'd be real happy to, yeah. to find yourself there. So the fact and that I all will, this Marvel I- shit ends up so high is actually kind of an anomaly, yeah. I think. but. And I will back that up and say that uh, No Way Home is absolutely the best live-action Spider-Man movie out there, and I'm still undecided on if I think it's if it's uh, where it ranks compared to Into the Spider-Verse. Because I love Spider-Verse, I love that thing so much. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a hard call. They can both sit in the same. They can share share a seat. That's fine. They can share the top. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, there you I'm have it. I'm not saying anything, Claire. Settle down. Oh, look at her. No. Yeah, we're not going to spoil it. We already promised. Brian promised. He keeps his promise. Listen. Tom Holland got on a on a YouTube video and told me not to be that guy that spoils anything in No Way Home, and I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to let weirdly British voice Tom Holland. Uh, I'm not going to let him down. It's also a really important point to make here. Here's here's your spoiler, and this is as far as it goes. Tom Holland is oh, shorter than his girlfriend Zendaya. There, I spoiled it. He's shorter than her, but you can't tell in the movie because they get yes, him. On I saw your tweet. I saw your photo. He's a little tiny man. <laughs> compared to her she's all like up here and he's like down here and it's fine it's just you know it's just interesting that's all she's having a good year all right hey let's get to some science bobby did you you got anything that's just gonna blow our socks off and make us all wonder how we didn't know it before or what what's going on um i have well maybe i have something that i think is super interesting and it has to do with uh, what our goal is on our podcast as science communicators and everything so one of the goals of science communication is to well like spread scientific information and also foster a general interest in science and and to get people liking science and and trusting and and scientific stuff and and spread that information right 
Um, but there was a study that came out just recently that uh, showed that people who tend to trust science more are more likely to believe in and spread pseudoscientific information. Oh, well, uh, that is a, that is yeah, an anomaly. You, Didn't expect that. Yeah, you would think it would be the opposite. Interesting. Yeah, wow. that's why it's that's why I find it really really interesting hmm. that um a trust in science actually makes you more likely to spread false pseudoscientific information. Do you think that's cuz huh. people have people have their um whatever narrative they have, right? And so let's say your narrative is um I don't know. Like I I'll give you an example. When I, when I was growing up, my dad had a period of time or he was solving everything with self-hypnosis. Now, I don't know much about self-hypnosis, except he would go off in a corner and tell everyone to stay away for a minute and make things quiet. And he had a little string with a little thing hanging off of it. And he would hold it on his finger and he would like meditate and concentrate on that thing. And it would be for things like, I can't find my keys. <laughs> this is crazy. But this is what happened. He'd sit down and say, I can't find my keys. And he would keep saying to this crystal or to this string, some you know, tell my subconscious where or you know, d- tap into my subconscious and tell me where I left my keys. And he would and he would kind of repeat this as like almost like a mantra while he's looking at this thing. And eventually, it would swing. So he would he would do things like in his head say, "Is it in the house?" And if it swung back and forth slowly, that meant no. If he said, "Is it in?" Um, the car, or is it somewhere between the car and the house? Like maybe I put it down somewhere in the garage. Then, and if right. it was yes, it would do a little counterclockwise circle motion. Really? And then, he, and then he would go look, and he would quite often find it. Um, I can't remember if it had worked every time, but we were all just like, "Whoa, it was all like magic." Dad knows magic <laughs> kind of stuff, and it worked for him, and he liked it, and he raved about it, and he thought it was just really cool. Now, if that's your narrative, right? If mm-hmm. if you come out of that going. Well, 100% on board because I saw it work. I saw hypnosis work and whatever. And you don't really know the science. And you're going to be, you're going to go too lo- too far in some direction when a question comes up in your life that involves hypnosis or anything else where you have a narrative already. That's my guess is what's happening to these people. And all it has to do is work once and you're going to believe it works every time. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. There's definitely, there's definitely some confirmation bias going on there. Right. And, um, and, uh, it's, it's, that's called dowsing, by the way. That's actually, um, uh, a, a thing that people do. Oh, like the dowsing rod when you're trying to find water and that sort of thing. Yeah. There's a lot of different forms of dowsing and that's like, um, that's like, people use and, it, and it's all based on what's called the idiomotor effect um you you can be holding something as still as you think you can but um there's there's slight movement that your your hands are going to have and and then and then when you see something starting to move slightly you sort of um you sort of want maybe it to go a certain way so you you without realizing you're doing it unconsciously you can actually make it move away like that, a Ouija, um, like a Ouija board, right? Same idea. Yeah, yes, the Ouija board is also the idiomotor effect. Oh, I uh, um, tally. I thought that. Well, I didn't see your post. Tally actually brought it up in the chat. And, but the Ouija board seems so much more deliberate. Like, um, you know, they're spelling whole words and going a f f b blah. Like that seems so much more like fakery to me. Uh, yeah, the, and uh, well, the Ouija board is also really 
interesting because when people aren't doing it deliberately, but it's still spelling something, there's all there's there's often multiple people influencing it all at the same right. time. So that's that's even more interesting, um, the psychology and and stuff behind it. But um, but yeah. So you were asking, is that why people who have a trust in science apparently seem to be more likely to spread pseudoscience? But um, it's actually probably something more related to uh, what uh, Red Fraggle or Amy in the in the chat said, which is that it has to do with this idea of trust, right? Um, trust is not is a funny word and it, and and when you trust in science that can be a lot more that can be a lot more akin to a faith-based um uh a belief right and and so people who trust in science might not actually have the critical thinking skills to go along with it um, and this is common it's not uh, a dig on people to say that you don't have to throw critical thinking skills i think that we are woefully um, bad at teaching children critical thinking skills and teaching people critical thinking skills in general. Um, but uh, but if you if you happen to quote unquote trust and have this blind faith in science, but you don't have the critical thinking skills to go along with it, then anything that sounds sciency, you're gonna tend to agree with and believe, right? And and then start spreading it. So you become a very easy mark and target for people who are trying to um, spread misinformation or or pseudoscience and um, and all they need to do is make it sound sciency and then and then you're just gonna you're gonna pass it on and you're the person who you're the person that all your friends know that are is the science person who loves science hmm. so then they believe you and it's it's very insidious it can be very um, easy to trick people that way. So when somebody says, when somebody uses it. that line, um, you need to do your research, you know, which just sends yeah. my cackles in a, in a, in a hog fight. I don't know what any of that meant. I made those words up just now, but, but this, uh, you know, sending your cackles in a hog fight, who knows what that yeah, means. But yeah. the point is like, I get, <laughs> I get really irritated by it. And, uh, and, and the reason I do is because they're using, terms there when you say do your own research implies that there is a body of work that I can go dig into and get all definitive answers and there's something wrong with me for just not doing it you know what I mean right I hate it and it's a weird thing to hide behind which is uh, you know I guess true of anything if you're if you're science minded or you're somebody who quote unquote trusts in science um, but you're only trusting in the parts you like (laughs) And letting the parts you don't go, you know, letting those be missed or whatever. It's a little like in a religious sense, like people cherry picking scripture that may may or may not contradict itself if they kept reading or if they didn't cherry pick it from one chapter and then jump to another book where they and the opposite is said or whatever. There's a lot of contradictions in the Bible, for example. Um, to me, it's not that different. Cherry picking what scientific facts you want to hold to and those right. that you don't feels like they're all in the same boat. You know, they all ought to get on the same flight and wear panties on their heads at some point. <laughs> that's a, call, that's a right. callback. That's a callback right there. Right. Doing your own research, quote unquote, is just, um, I mean, it's its dangerous in different ways. If you, Again, if you don't have the critical thinking skills to know, what am I looking at? Is right. this good information that I'm looking at? Is that bad information? And so reading this has actually made me, um, made me realize that 
as a as a scientific skeptic and a and a and a science communicator, I think it's not enough to just talk about the science like I do on coming on here every week and on my show. It's not enough to just tell people about the science. I think it's an important uh, part of what I do that I need to incorporate as best I can critical thinking lessons and 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 teaching people how do you cut through all that stuff and how do you how do you develop that tool set that critical thinking tool set in order to guard yourself against all these types of these misinformation campaigns that are sometimes deliberately campaigns yeah and how do people do that at age you know 38 42 whatever where they've you know the very definition of setting your ways is part of their lifestyle and they're not gonna you know that's hard it's really hard takes a lot of introspection and self-admission and you know uh, humbling of your mind and things that people don't do readily yeah and being a good skeptic um requires that it's sort of like part of what you have to do is you always need to be questioning yourself and looking at um, why do I think this and why why do I believe the things that I believe? And I, I come across things all the time that I that I say as fact. Like I think that they're just the fact of the matter. But then I have to think, wait a minute, is that something that I was taught to me back when I was eight years old and didn't know, you know, was not the same person as I am now and I've just taken it for granted because I've always known it, you know? Um, and is it true or not? So anyway... Mm-hmm. I thought I'd start by doing a quick critical, uh, like a little lesson on critical thinking right now. G- give okay. everybody a little tool. Nice. All right. Free tools, um, and, maybe, and every once in a while, I thought maybe I'd come on the show and we'd do a little critical thinking lesson. I'll come up with a name for it or something, okay. but I don't have one right now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And this one uh, would be a relatively simple one. It's the idea of correlation versus causation right oh yeah that old chestnut okay. yeah yeah and this is this is a really important lesson that old chestnut. i love it um the it's an important lesson because and and people have heard this and i think people think that they they understand this but it's good to sometimes examine examples where correlation and causation are not the same thing because that's this whole lesson right correlation is Correlation is just the idea that there's a relationship between two variables. When one changes, another one changes, right? Um, or when you see two things that, um, yeah, just two things are changing and they're changing in the same way or changing proportionately at the same time. But that is not the same thing as causation, which is where there's a direct cause and effect relationship between these two things. Because a lot of things can happen at the same time in the same way, but they're not related in any way. They're not causally related. Sure. Right? All right. Um, Like, uh, causation would be something like exercise leading to muscle growth, but uh, correlation um, is an example. A a common example of correlation not equaling causation is, um, let's say you look at an area and you notice that when people eat more ice cream, um, ice cream consumption rates increase also s- people with cases of severe sunburn also increase right mm. oh i see you might you might see that 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 data over time correlates uh but would you then say is it do you think it's safe to say then that eating ice cream increases your risk of sunburn no or maybe 
maybe there's something else going on. Yeah. Like, okay, so what would you say? What What is the other thing that's that's going on? Because they're out in the sun. It's People hot. People tend to eat ice cream they're when get... they're outside, yeah. summertime. Yeah. Right. It's probably more likely that warm, sunny weather causes both of these things to increase, mm-hmm. right? Right. Sure. Right. Yeah. It's like, um, uh, one I always think of is like, well, let's use your running thing. Like, you getting a cold after your run, you could very easily say, Oh well, it's because I ran, right? Well, that's that that's a that's a real jump to causation that you probably shouldn't make because you know that's that's a great example because there's a lot of things that could be going on and you don't necessarily always know but but that's what science that's what the sort of institution or the practice of science does is it tries to examine these correlations and say what could be other causes and let's find ways to test those so maybe it's just that i was around a bunch of other people that were breathing really heavily spitting all over the ground and and like not wearing masks because they're running (laughs) you know maybe that's what it was Mm. um maybe it's the other thing that we talked about earlier about um, your vulnerability being yeah Right. There's a really interesting one, I think, that is a good example in the medical field um, that has to do with uh, cancer treatment, okay? Okay. Um, so let's say that you have a population of patients that you're looking at that all have cancer, and you want to see if there's a new treat, if this new treatment that exists um, is effective at improving cancer outcomes, like increasing survival rates from cancer over a period of time. Um, one way that you look at medical information and and treatments for medical things is that you do a, a randomized controlled trial you give some people the thing and you give other people uh, placebo and then you see what happens but that's not really you don't really want to do that with cancer it's not super ethical because you know cancer is often a life-threatening condition so you want to make sure all those people are getting treated right right so you don't want to uh you don't want to give those a bunch of people with cancer a placebo right it's not a great a great approach so what they do is they take an a, a, you would take an epidemiological approach which is you compare historical data of patients who you look at some people who have who have received the new treatment and then a, and then a bunch of people who have not right and you compare those two and see the differences okay so let's say that you've done that with this new cancer treatment and the data shows um, that the patients who got the new treatment have worse outcomes. They're more likely to die if they've gotten the new treatment. And then you, as a, as a scientist, as a researcher, you have to ask, what does that mean? It's easy to say, okay, that new treatment is must, the cause. Is, must be causing these. And this is a real, th- this is a real example that sure. data does come out that looks like this. And it'd be easy to say, oh, that new treatment is causing these people to live shorter lives, that we have to get rid of this new treatment, it's dangerous. But there could be other causes of, of, of the data looking this way. For example, could it mean that the patients who received the new treatment, maybe, maybe they have worse, a worse type of cancer, maybe they've tried other treatments that are more proven and they didn't work. So their cancer is more advanced, it's more severe, it's more treatment resistant, and so they've been given this new, less proven treatment. And so just by by that fact, that group of people are just less likely to survive anyway, mm. right? Mm. That could be one of the causes. There could be other causes, though. But the point is that 
that these are the types of things that you have to look at. You cannot look at data that is correlating and say that there's a causation yeah. uh, situation. You know what I would F up completely is a test for Tylenol. I, I think about this sometimes. So when they were deciding yeah. what's, uh, what the right doses are for Tylenol treatment and over-the-counter <laughs> levels of strength and all of that, <clears throat> had I been involved, I would have been this anomaly because it does nothing to me. Like nothing. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter what it is. Headache, uh, fever, all the things you treat with Tylenol, it doesn't do jack for me. But uh, ibuprofen does. Ibuprofen works wonders for me. Like, But it's usually yep. inflammation or some other kind of thing like that. And headaches are often inflammation. So, yeah, sure. But everybody else I know can take Tylenol, does whatever they told him they said it would do. I take an extra strength, freaking double up, 1,000 milligram, whatever. All I did was piss my liver off. It doesn't do anything. Nothing. So yeah. they're always going to have those people, right? No matter what your trial type, whether it's it's double blind, you know, these guys are on placebos, these guys aren't, or in your case, the other approach for the cancer treatment, somebody like me exists where it's not going to happen either way. There's just no standard template for every human, you know, every single person's body biome is different. So yeah. it's so that's the part of science that I trust the most is the part where they acknowledge that and keep chipping away at it. That's the part I right. have the most faith in. Mm-hmm. It's not the, well, it must mean that. No, stop. That's the point of science is it's ever ongoing. And also finding out <laughs> yeah. you were wrong down the line and then readjusting and saying, well, okay, well, then what we've learned now is this. So now we're going this direction. That seems to be based on all the data we have. Oh, we have some new data. Could we got to slightly turn at this? That's science. Not I, there's yeah. one way and one way only and take her talent right. all like a good boy. It didn't, didn't work for me. I think so. a lot of people also have tend to think that they, they put too much trust in science, if that makes any sense. Like, a lot of people think that science says this thing, so it must always be true. And then when someone tries to, when that, when that data, when the data changes and we change our, then everybody, then people get upset because they're, they don't know what to believe now. And I think it's important that people understand that, like, like science is not the, the, the method of science that we have it's it's a very useful tool in figuring out the truth and how things and how the world works but it's not the it's not it's the best tool we have but it's not a perfect tool it's it's always self-correcting we have to keep re-evaluating things and replicating it has to be otherwise yeah uh, what is that is the entire point of it and people who think that there's once they've said a thing like uh, you know i'll take something from the 80s eggs are bad for you Mm-hmm. Okay, if that was the current understanding and that was what all the science was pointing to, okay. But to make that now your canonical law in your head, and then when somebody later says, yeah, it turns out uh, eggs aren't really a problem, um, this is why we know that now, and based on these studies and tests and this new science that we've created a new method for extracting this data, blah, 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 we now know this about eggs, you know, as an example. People's reaction of, well, then I don't know what to believe anymore. How can I trust science if they're going to... I'm like, no, that's the point, dumbass. That's what I want to say to people. <laughs> I'm in a mood today, yeah, right. is what I'm saying, Bobby. Yeah. I'm in a yeah. mood. I'm going well, after Well, let's people. end with something a little bit more fun. Have you ever heard of this website uh, called Spurious Correlations? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but that sounds great. It's Dang it, I was going to buy that domain. Ah, ah I know. It was going to be your podcast. and Forget <laughs> it. Experience correlations. Just went with Coverville. It's fine. I put a link to it in the in the chat. It's um, If you just Google spurious correlations, you'll you'll find it. But it's um, it's this website somebody put together that takes a bunch of like census data and all this kind of stuff and just tries to find 
random correlations between things and they're really funny things it's fun exercise in realizing that okay just because two things look correlated does not mean they are <laughs> like one of them is a, a correlation between the number of people who drowned by falling into a pool correlates with films that Nicolas Cage appeared in. <laughs> Those, the two graphs follow each other so closely. That is, that is, that's, that's a great, a great example idea. of this. Yeah. I love or this. Or per, per capita cheese consumption correlates with the number of people who died by becoming tangle, tangled in their bed sheets. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I also like the divorce rate in Maine. We got any Maine people in our chat? I don't know. But divorce rate in Maine correlates with per capita consumption of margarine. Yeah. Almost exactly. I mean, that thing lines right up, man. Yeah. Oh, this is great stuff. This Jeez. is good. This is good. But here's my biggest fear in life. There are people, yeah. and I think I know a few of them, uh-huh. who would go to this page this and say, see? Yep, exactly. <laughs> and that's what, that's what stresses me out. because some people are missing the irony, are missing the subtlety, are missing yeah. the whatever. And that's the, the era we live in now. And then they back themselves into a corner like a cat and never want to admit anything. And they, and I yeah. freaking hate it. See, that's because they're putting chemicals in the margarine. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Per, uh, per capita consumption of chicken correlates with total U.S. crude oil imports. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> like the people who drowned after falling out of a fishing boat correlates with the marriage rate in Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to give this one to my wife. Letters in winning what? word of Scripps National Spelling Bee correlates with the number of people killed by venomous spiders. <laughs> She'll go, yep, I told you, the spiders, you can't trust them. Has an eighty percent correlation. Oh, this is great! This is great. Yeah. They have a book yeah. of this. Oh, I yeah. Might, might it's, I think that. it's sold out or or not being printed right now or something like that. Uh, I got some used ones. At yeah. least the at least the physical one. Um, I think there's a, a e book version. Yeah, there's a Kindle version for only two bucks, so that's pretty cool. But I would want the physical version because this is yeah. the, this, this is, is a, a coffee, coffee table, table book, book yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, this is incredible. I love that you. I'm, I'm this is now my new favorite place on the internet. This is great. <laughs> uh, Anyway, yeah. So, uh, I, uh, hopefully, people find some of that helpful. I, you know, I do. I'm just. I guess I'm, I'm fascinating too. Feeling fed up with, uh, you know, weirdness. Somebody the other day said that Omicron. If you rearrange the letters, <laughs> something dumb. <laughs> and they were trying. It was somehow being used to prove a point that they were right about the, the whatever conspiracy it was about. And I can't remember. But then somebody but else stop fa- the steal if you take away some letters and add some letters. It was basically that. And so somebody yeah. else turned around and says, "Well, look, I took the same word and I made up stuff like, you know, uh, God is bad, or you know, I can't remember what they were, but they were like all these things." And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's the that's the whole thing with with letters. You mix them up, I can spell all kinds of dumb shit. Oh, I'm why am I in such a mood does today? It actually, gotta- it does actually spell moronic if you change the letters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so or I guess it depends no on who you, who you think is being moronic in the scenario that we're talking about. But it's right. all dumb. And I'm yeah. sick of dumb. Yeah. I'm so sick of dumb. We got to up our... Oh, it's like people who look at patterns and numbers like dates and things like that. Oh, uh, right. Numerology. Oh, yeah. those guys. <laughs> I don't see any patterns. I just think they're cool. Because then, and I'm also kidding. they're rare. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, like our 2021, 21, 21, 21 is just rare now, you know? That's that, a rare. by that's, the way, that's seriously my favorite recurring conversation that you guys have. <laughs> is. I don't know why I like it. There's something it, about because it. every time you have it, you you guys both have the conversation like it's the very first time you've ever had it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. Cold Cash found it. It's Omicron plus Delta. Can You can rearrange those letters to say media control. But then oh, somebody wow. fi- then somebody did like a giant list of other things, and they were it was hilarious, and some of them yeah. were really spurious. Uh, That's really funny things. 
But yeah, let's all do better, everybody. Critically think your way through life. Stop uh, being dumb. All right. It's not easy, so I will come with lessons every once in a while, okay? Cool. Thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Uh, Hey, tell people where more science can be found on the internet in form of a podcast you make. I have a podcast with my wonderful co-host, Mora. Her and I talk every week about science news and things we find interesting in science. And um, and we do it from a very uh, non-expert position because we're both, neither of us are scientists ourselves. We're just very big fans of science. And um, and so we like to talk about it. Uh, last This episode that just came out yesterday was all about the James Webb Space Telescope. That jet is about to launch on Christmas Eve. Hopefully, fingers crossed. It's been delayed a couple of times, mm. and um, well, it's been delayed a lot. It was originally, I think, supposed to launch in like 2007 or something <laughs> crazy like that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, but uh, but it's finally it's fi- it's finally ready. It's all packed up and on top of the rocket, and it's supposed to launch. And this is a big deal. There are a lot of scientists who are basically saying the future of like space science. It relies on this telescope getting up into space. Yeah. Um, and there are 344 points of failure in this whole process. Well, if so. you look at the number 344 and rearrange yeah. it, it's the same yeah, no number kidding. as my grandma's area code. Oh, no! <laughs> uh, well, good luck to them. And also yeah. check out that show, everybody. It's good stuff. Yeah. Bobby, have a fantastic time. Hope you feel better. Have a great Christmas, man. Yeah, you too. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, we'll see you soon. See you, Bobby. Right. Bye now. All right. Well, we did it again. We did By the way, uh, M. Suncow in the AM Suncow in the chat room said that reminds me of a film sack where Scott rearranged Street Fighter to spell shit critique. That was Brian. And I replied back and they said, "Oh, he did, did he?" <laughs> <laughs> that was a hundred percent Brian. I have that clip somewhere. Of you saying it, in fact. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so good. You know what? Let's. It's, let's... it's totally fine, Am Sunkow. I'm totally uh, taking the piss, as uh, Claire would say. Yeah, taking take, the piss. Taking the piss. We're gonna use, we're gonna get that into the U.S. vernacular finally. I I really That's like right. that. I like it. It's a good. Is this you or Fletcher? Let me play it. Shit Gratifter. No, Fle- That's Fletcher. Fletcher. Yeah, the Fletcher Shit Gratifter is the. That's the one everyone knows. Is the best, yes. The confusion there is his name is Scott, my name is Scott, he probably... Right, and so he thinks Scott Fletcher did it. Everyone thinks John was the first one to do the Dear Martha stuff. You know, come on. No, if I'm making a top 10 list of all-time film sack moments, that's that's in the top 10. It's one of my favorites. (laughs) That and... uh, It really... It's so funny because I just could not come up with a good... Twitter post for Street Fighter. <laughs> it's all sometimes, that's all it stemmed from. Sometimes your best ones are, or any of our best work is like mm-hmm. last second. Like ah, this will work. It really is. Yeah. Like I've got nothing. What am I doing? Yeah, yeah. it's one of my favorites. And also Dunaway's Mingo phone. Uh, oh, it's the best. The Flash Gordon. <laughs> Flash Gordon. I, <laughs> and he, the fact that he called it a Mingo phone. Booby slave. Yeah, booby slave. <laughs> that's what it was. Hold on. Do I have that? Hold on. You guys need you to know how great you this better. is. Mingo phone. Here it is. This is Brian Dunaway. Booby slave. <laughs> Booby slave, retrieve me my Mingo phone. I need to contact Flash Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> so much. What, what's great about that is it's like a it's like a fight with a boxer. You get hit with Booby Slave, and yeah. while you're processing Booby Slave, like he hits you three or four more times with other funny things, yeah. and, and you, you're lost. You're calling calling those phones that they used Mingo phones is just Mingo hilarious. Phones, it's like a rope dope. It's yeah. what it is. So good. Anyway, 
Yeah. Uh, one of these years, we'll make a top ten list. Make Jamie go dig it. Dunaway used booby slave. Great, great, uh, very effective. Super effective. <laughs> Uh, all right, that's it for uh, Bobby, of course, and uh, that's yeah. it for the show. Big thanks to everybody for joining us today, and uh, uh, yeah. everybody wish Bill the chin beard on Twitter a nice uh, Christmas since we get, didn't get to talk to him. I'm sure he's having yeah. a great time. Going to see his parents and stuff. You can find us at patreon.com slash TMS, where supporting the show will get you bonus content every day, a free show on the weekend, never an ad to be played, and uh, stuff in the mail if you're at the right levels, uh, teas and coffees and prints and all sorts uh-huh. of stuff. Uh, go check it out, patreon.com slash TMS. For everything else, frogpants.com slash TMS. Send us your emails at themorningstream at gmail.com. And uh, while you're at it, give us a follow on Twitter. Brian's at Coverville. I'm at Scott Johnson. You can find the show at Morningstream. Okie dokie. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, the normals, all the normals. Uh, That's right. But the day after that, no normals. It is Christmas Among Us. Christmas Among Us. Among Us. Among Us? Chris- Merry Christmas Us. Oh, it's not bad. <laughs> we'll workshop it. We'll come up with the best name, but that'll be tomorrow. Chris, Christmas us. Yeah, Thursday, rather. <laughs> that'll be a lot of fun. So come for that and then uh, stay for this song, though, that Brian's about to play. Brian, what do you got? Yeah. Uh, September McCrady, who goes by uh, 9 of 12, because September is the 9th of month oh, of 12. Yeah. Uh, she wrote in and said, hey, this year we're celebrating our 22nd anniversary. It's too bad it's not the 21st anniversary on the 21st day of the last 21st oh, year in the a, 21st century. It's a bummer. Durr. Um, <laughs> plan better uh, next time. <laughs> September. Yeah. Uh, she says, uh, the first time I met my husband, he was out busking on the street in Toronto. I asked him to play Wish You Were Here. A couple of years ago, I asked him to learn Bowie's As the World Falls Down as an anniversary gift. He did, and he usually plays a Bowie song for me each set when he has a gig. There's so many songs that accompany our love story, but I'll just leave these two for you to choose from and surprise me. Thanks, Brian. Best, Ember. Nice. Well, first off, uh, love, love September. And this is, this is my way of apologizing for missing a couple of other requests that she put in and, uh, happy to play this one for you. Listen, uh, as the world falls down, I think might be my favorite David Bowie song. It's the song from Labyrinth that, um, uh, he hypnotizes, um, uh, Jennifer Connelly and dances with her, which I think is something we'd all like to do. Sure. Um, I know I did in 1987 <laughs> when I saw that movie. I know that. I certainly did, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, anyway, let's play a cover of that. Uh, this is from, well, uh, completely ironically, Girl in a Coma. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, from 2010, their album Adventures in Coverland, which is an, a competing podcast of mine, Girl in a Coma and their cover of As the World Falls Down. There's such a sign of love Deep in your eyes A kind of pale jewel Open and closed within your eyes I'll place the sky within your eyes There's such a fool heart Beating so fast in such a new dreams A love that will last within your heart Place the moon within your heart As the pain sweeps through Makes no sense for you Every thrill is gone Wasn't too much fun at all But I'll be there for you
of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. You wipe his ass too.